The creature had sixteen eyes, and all of them stared hungrily at the man in the center of the circular room. The would-be victim's name was Artis Kimber, lauded as an explorer, historian, and seeker of adventure. At the moment, Artis was crouched in front of a short stone pedestal, appraising with a practiced eye the silver statue that rested there. He held an ancient dagger before him, the gem in its hilt casting a soft radiance over the statue. And at the moment, the bared blade was the only thing preventing the creature from dropping down on Artis. There's no evidence the ring was ever in these ruins, Artis. Perhaps it would be best if we dusted ourselves off and went our way. Come have a look at this, Pontifex. For Maestra's sake, don't touch the thing until you've examined it under better lighting. On the ceiling, the creature tried to shrink back into the shadows. Can you read what it says? Pontifex asked. Artis shook his head. At that instant, Pontifex's lower back decided to voice a painful complaint. He straightened with a groan, just in time to glimpse a dark shape dropping quickly and silently from the ceiling high above. Artis, he cried. He took a single step toward Artis, but instead of shielding him, the mage knocked his comrade into the pillar. The silver statue tottered on its base, then toppled. As the multi-eyed creature slammed into Pontifax, the statue touched Artis's skin. What concerned him more was the sound of a scuffle going on close at hand. Artis drew his dagger and waved it before him. Pontifax! No answer came, only the scrape of a heavy object being dragged across the dirty stone. Blasted creature! came Pontifax's voice from the hallway. It was not Pontifax awaiting Artis. The multi-eyed creature squatted there, repeating Artis's name with the voice of his old friend. Artis's dagger was still bared. The light it cast was sufficient for him to get a very clear look at the stunningly ugly thing before it sprang. When the beast charged forward, he planted his dagger up to the hilt in the creature's chest. Artis expected it to shriek in pain, or perhaps topple over. It did neither. Weaponless, Artis backed away. The creature knew now it had little to fear. It opened its mouth, wide, wider, and moved toward Artis. See here, you damn nuisance, Pontifex mumbled from the doorway. The creature turned its head just in time to see an azure bolt flash from the mage's stubby fingers. The blast of arcane energy did not strike the beast and paralyze it. The bolt swerved violently around its target and struck Artis in the chest. With a shudder, Artis began to grow. In moments, he was twice his normal six feet. In an instant more, three times that height. The creature was suitably flustered, its vice-like grip broken by Artis's rapid change in size. Without pause, it clambered over Artis's legs and dashed past Pontifex. Pontifex rubbed his chin, a frown on his jowl-heavy face. This shouldn't have happened. He pointed at the gaping hole in the front of Artis's coat, where the creature had bitten through. There, dangling on a fine silver chain, was a medallion emblazoned with the image of a bald forearm man. You touched that Mollerandi statue, didn't you? Artis opened the collar of his coat and tried to remove the chain. It wouldn't budge. Leave it alone, Artis. I need to think about this for a moment. Hmm. The statue itself is gone. It must have warped my spell somehow, just to make you grow. At least that little stunt frightened away the creature. Has the possibility crossed your mind that there might be another curse at work here?
The curse of the ring is a myth, Pontifax, Artis snapped. We've been hunting for the ring of winter for almost ten years. If rumors of the curse were true, you'd think it would have caught up to us by now. The driving motivation for Artis's trek to the desolate and dangerous ruins was the ring of winter. The search for that almost mythical band of metal had become the motivation for the young man's entire life. Throughout the ages, men and women had hunted it, for it was rumored to grant unbelievable powers to the person wielding it. The mythical curse, as you call it, has caught up with everyone who has ever hunted the ring, Pontifax ventured at last. Sorry, old friend, Artis said. I should know better than to talk about the ring when we seem so very far from finding it. Wounds and disasters all around, he muttered. As usual.